the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Day eight of Russia's war on the Ukraine continues. There are reports of hundreds of citizen casualties as Russia continues to bomb and has taken its first city in Ukraine. We'll keep you the breast of all the details on that. It is a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm glad to have you with us. A note, uh, I will not be in tomorrow. You will have uh, Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager in their full uh, syndicated glory tomorrow. I'm taking a day off to uh, prepare for... uh, my involvement in a men's conference on Saturday. Appreciate your indulgence on that. And I'm sure your belief in the cause that I'm hoping to further. Um, It's interesting. We've talked before about Democrats and words and how they use words and repurpose words to further their agenda. Um, The most clear example I can think of this is, uh, Demonstrated by the word gay. Uh, Gay used to mean carefree. Uh, Used to mean uh, sort of happy content. Somewhere in between those two. Uh, Now gay uh, means homosexual. Homosexual was uh, rejected as a term for homosexuals because it was deemed to be hateful. But it is not hateful. It is descriptive. Homo, same, sexual, sex. Same-sex attraction, homosexual. I try not to use the word gay because homosexuals want me to use the word gay. The rainbow. I was reflecting on this the other day. I was driving my kids to school, and I saw a rainbow emblem on something. And I had kind of a visceral reaction to the misappropriation of the rainbow. The rainbow is God's promise that he will never end life on earth again via a flood. It's a good thing. It's been co-opted by homosexuals as a symbol of the fact that their lifestyle is a good thing. So the left uses language for its purposes. Abortion is health care. I could go on and on and on. So it's interesting to me that the left uses language, redefines language, and what language means to you and to me uh, does not mean the same thing to the left. Specifically, locally, the city of Columbus, specifically Columbus City School, well, both, we still have a mask mandate, okay? And uh, Talisa Dixon, the uh, head honcho at Franklin County Public Health, says that they are going to make a decision 
on whether to lift the masking policy, and here comes the repurposing of the language, as soon as possible. As soon as possible. That's a direct quote. Now, to me, as soon as possible would be right after this sentence. Now. That is as soon as possible. Talisa Dixon could literally issue a statement saying that the mask mandate in Columbus has been lifted. That would be as soon as possible. But to a leftist, as soon as possible is not as soon as possible. It is whenever we get around to it, whenever we kind of feel like it, whenever public opinion becomes so oppressive and so against what we're doing that we can't delay any longer. And so you send your kids to Columbus City Schools. You don't get to take your masks off today or tomorrow. You uh, may get to take them off on March the 7th. The uh, Columbus City Council said Monday that it would lift the city's mask mandate for indoor public spaces on March the 7th. So we're getting close, but we're not there yet. It's not yet as soon as possible. So, thankfully, Talisa Dixon has explained why as soon as possible does not mean as soon as possible. Or at least it does not mean as soon as possible to me, which means now. She says, this is a large organization. So we just want to remind our staff and our families, it's not as easy as saying we're going to move in a different direction the next day. We want to make sure that people are safe in our organization if we have to do something different. It's not as easy as saying we're going to move in a different direction the next day. It's not. No, it is It is precisely that easy. It is absolutely, unequivocally, indisputably that easy to say. Here's a statement. Release it to the public. Bruce Woolley will talk about it on 98.9 The Answer. All the television stations will go. It will lead the news at noon. I guarantee it. It is as simple as saying we're going to move in a different direction. Not the next day. It's even simpler. Now. Right now. Not now. Right now. That is how simple it is to Lisa Dixon. But not to her and not to the city of Columbus. I had a, well, an analogy flashed into my mind today. I will, I will confess. I drive into work. I park my car. I get out. I'm walking into work, and I see a male out of his car walking into the same building as me. He's approximately 25 years old, and he's wearing a mask. Okay, now I'm fighting my human sinful nature balanced against my higher calling as a Christian. And my darker nature won because I was like, a dope. And it hit me. The outdoor mask wearing people are like a six year old who still sucks on a binky. You know, you occasionally see the kid who, like, is still got the binky going, which should be out of the kid's mouth after they have teeth. Because if they suck on the binky after they have the teeth, it gives them, like, misshapen teeth. The binky's got to go. The binky has usefulness, utility when they're young to keep them 
pacified. That's why a binky is a pacifier. But the people, a 25-year-old male, not overweight. I don't know his whole medical history. I'm judging from outside. But he's in the group that has, like, no clear vulnerability to COVID. And he's outside where there's fresh air this morning. Crisp, fresh air. And there's no one within 75 yards of him. And he's wearing a mask, sucking on his cloth binky. As soon as possible is now to Lisa Dixon. Dispense with the nonsense. Alan, you were grinning... Say hello to Alan Rogers, everyone. Hello. You were grinning when I was describing the guy getting out of the car, which tells me you have seen the same guy. Oh, yes. And I've seen multiple same guys driving their car yes. with their mask on yes. by themselves. They're scared of themselves. They're uh, terrified of themselves. I, you know, that is the brainwashing that has been covid it is, and that's the scary part of it. As soon as possible does not mean as soon as possible. As soon as possible is now. If you're uh, a parent of a student who goes to Columbus City Schools, it's ridiculous. I would not allow my child to wear a mask anymore. Why do they put, like, a date on it? Just do it now. Yeah. it'll Just, be. How, first of all, if there's one thing we know about COVID, it's that it's completely unpredictable when it will spike and when it will not. But we know on March the 7th it'll be safe. Why? Because the Arnold will be over. So all the oiled up, steroided up, (laughs) lycra wearing, spandex wearing freaks will be out of town and then it'll be safe. Okay. Arbitrary numbers. Arbitrary Arbitrary numbers. numbers. Yes. Arbitrary numbers. So that's what's up. Uh, It's not as soon as possible. There's a phrase in real estate, uh, I forget what it is, it basically means as soon as possible. (laughs) It's just like, no, it means like right now, if you get that thing with all due diligence, or it's not too long since I took my real estate classes. But at any rate, to Lisa Dixon, stop co-opting language. Just say, we'll get around to it when we'll get around to it. And the reason they do it is because they don't want to be held accountable which gets to truth, which gets to authenticity, which is pretty much the theme daily right here on The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Glad to have you along. Unfortunately, the news from Ukraine is worse every day. It's a matter of time, obviously, with the Russian military power, number of soldiers, determination of Vladimir Putin, Lack of a governor on his bloodlust for taking the land back and our own feckless response to it, uh, not even sanctioning him economically as stringently as we could. We're not going to stop him. We're not really interested in stopping him. We're not going to sanction Russian oil and gas, take the money that's funding his war machine away. We'll say all the right things. We got your back. We'll do this. We'll do that. We stand with you. Your courage is inspiring. All those kinds of things. We're not really helping to the extent that we could help. Uh, 15 hours of continuous shelling of the city of Kherson now taken by the Russians. And the Ukrainian authorities confirm that. Uh, they are bombing Kharkiv. They are bombing Kiev or Kiev. 
and the pictures are horrific. They have uh, negotiations scheduled today. Putin's not going to negotiate until he gets. I mean, he'll negotiate. He's not going to get. Any, he's not going to give in until he gets everything that he wants. A CBS News guy was on camera last night, and then after he signed off, boom, behind him, and he's like, he's like, what is that? Well, what do you think it is? Like it's bombs. I'll be curious to know. Certainly, hope we don't get to this point. Be curious to know how it will be perceived here if one of these uh, brave reporters who's in Ukraine dies from the randomness and the cruelty of Russia just bombing indiscriminately. The estimates are that there have been one million refugees that have left Ukraine in the eight days since Russia invaded. Moscow, Moscow admits it has had 500 military casualties. Ukraine says it is more like 6,000. 6,000. There are a lot of different ways this could go, of course. The most logical is Putin levels whatever he has to level in Ukraine, kills whoever he has to kill, and he takes over the country, gives some of it back as an appearance that, oh, I'm not the madman everybody says I am. See, I only wanted the protection for my border of half the country, whatever. That's the most likely. But there are wild cards in this. There could be a transformative event, the death of someone, a clip of video, a picture. For instance, when I mention this picture to you, do you see it in your mind if you are of the Vietnam War generation? The naked girl crying out, hit by napalm. Do you see that picture? That picture is every bit of 40 to 50 years old. You still see it. I cannot forget it. Likely, neither will you. It was a transformative moment in how America viewed that war. Those kinds of pictures are more likely to cross our consciousness now in this electronic age where everyone with a camera is a citizen report, where all kinds of embedded video is coming out of Ukraine. That could be something that could move America to do what America has not done so far. I love Trey Gowdy, the former congressman, now uh, has his own program on Fox on Sunday night. Trey Gowdy was on special report last night, and he voiced some of the same sentiments that I voiced yesterday in that it is getting increasingly infuriating to hear our president, our secretary of state, Democratic lawmakers, pledging their doing, quote-unquote, everything we can as soon as possible, probably, to help 
Ukraine when they in fact are not. They've been an inspiration for everyone and I'm sure that they are wondering yet you know, where are those crippling sanctions? I mean to cripple means to disable. It means to deprive. And then of course Biden last night said Putin does not know what's coming. If I'm a Ukrainian, my question is when is it coming? I mean we know when Russia's coming, our capitals under siege, women and children are being killed. When is the help coming? Uh, and if I'm a Ukrainian, I mean, you can live on hope and courage for a little while, uh, but, but bombs usually kind of sap the hope and courage out of you. No doubt about that. Victoria Sparts is a face you'll probably see on the news. Well, not on the mainstream media because she is a compelling, sympathetic figure. She is the first Ukrainian born member of the United States Congress. She's a Republican, of course, because. Nobody born in a country where they have lived without freedom and then obtained freedom would ever be a Democrat because they would understand that they are a party that embraces the idea that taking from someone, giving to someone else is justice because that is not justice. Victoria Sparts talking about what is actually going on in her country, where her grandmother turns 95 years old today and had the building next to her blown up today and is now cowering in the basement in the cellar of her own building, which had its windows blown out by its proximity to the Russian bomb that landed on the building next to her. This is what Victoria Sparts, Ukrainian-born member of the U.S. Congress, says people back there in her homeland are telling her about what's going on there. I give you some one message. I just got it about an hour ago. They actually now shoot some of these people. They try to escape. They send special groups to kill. Women and kids are trying to escape. And they're being shot. Bloomberg Quick Take reports heavy Russian rocket fire and air attacks on the city of Kharkiv have killed at least 21 Ukrainians and have caused widespread damage all over the city. I hear our federal officials saying, you know, we need to investigate. We need to open an investigation into whether Vladimir Putin has committed war crimes. Now, listen, we can debate all day long the usefulness of labeling Vladimir Putin a war criminal. I don't think, at least I can't envision in my mind, him showing up at The Hague for some kind of tribunal about his war crimes. But we're debating or working toward labeling? Should we? Is that appropriate? They're, they're bombing with thermobaric bombs, which suck the oxygen out of your body. The reason why thermobaric bombs blow up city blocks at a time is because... They are detonated in such a way that they suck all the... And everything in that sphere of influence of that bomb explodes because its chemical composition, the air, has been radically changed, including human bodies. He's using these kinds of bombs. Or at least he's putting military equipment that shoots those kinds of bombs to use in Ukraine. Somehow Vladimir Putin does not seem like the kind of guy who sends that sort of military equipment over there without 
plans to use it. So how serious are we about this? I know nobody wants a nuclear war. I get it. I, at some point in time, think that we have to get to a point where we are making decisions based upon the merit of what we see happening, not reactionary decisions to everything Vladimir Putin is doing with an overriding concern that we can't make him angry, we can't upset him, we can't go too far. Because again, citizens are dying. A sovereign country with citizens, women, children, who did nothing to precipitate this war. They're being incinerated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 